Squish, squish. Step inside, Step inside Nicholas's, Nicholas's cage. <laughs> with us. With your hosts. Alexia. Alexia. And, and Alice. Alice. Welcome, everyone. Welcome inside the squishy, sticky, gross. <laughs> stinky. Stinky. <laughs> squishy, sticky, stinky world of Nicholas's cage. Um, We can't get out of here, but that's why we want you to join us. We're stuck in here forever, so... You might as well give us some company while we're here. Um, this is the podcast where we talk about uh, the life and times of Alfred Hitchcock. Surprisingly. No, I'm kidding. Of course, we're talking about Nicholas Cage. <laughs> but um, <bum. laughs> We're talking about the uh, Abraham Lincoln. He's the Alfred Hitchcock of our time, I would <laughs> yes. say. Yeah. He's the Alfred Hitchcock of actors, Nicholas Cage. Mm, well. He directed that. Uh, one he did. James Franco movie, which he, I'm sure is better than anything he, Alfred Hitchcock ever remember. made. I don't know. I can't remember that. That is that is true. Well, actually, I mean, we're doing a podcast about Nicolas Cage, and I'm talking about a movie. Um, that is true, actually. Uh, Alice and I, well, why? I feel like more people need to be talking about this. That he directed a movie. Yeah. Well, we it's difficult to find. It's like hidden. Yeah, we've tried to find it. We can't find it. If anyone has it or like can send it to us. Please do. I mean, we could just pay, pay for, for it. Pay for it? Oh, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Did we, was it even on Amazon, though? I feel like we looked and it wasn't. Or maybe I'm making No, it was really different. Yeah, I don't know. Sunny. Probably. 2002 Sunny. Um, it has James Franco in it. So, and Mina Suvari. So, um, and of course, Nicolas Cage. But he wrote and directed it, I think. No, he just wrote it. No, just directed it. Directed it. And produced it. Anyway, we're off topic. Hey, look. Hey, we're both back and we're talking about a movie. That hasn't happened in a while. True. Woo. Sorry about the break. I don't know. I'm not sorry. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. <laughs> but we're back here now in the cage. Yeah, I don't know. I think, yeah, I think I think we have a hard time sticking to schedules, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I don't know. Like, we are doing this just for fun for five people and my mom. So, yeah, they're pretty patient. Um, but we enjoy it. But we do enjoy so it. That's why we do it. Hell yeah, man! We're here for the cage, man. We're just so passionate about Nicolas Cage that we can't not. That's what I mean. We're stuck in here. We can't not talk about it. <laughs> True. Yeah. Um, and this week is no different. We've watched a movie finally, and this week we watched Frozen Ground. Frozen Ground. When I searched on Google, Frozen. G- Ick suggested frozen grapes instead. Ooh. So I think that's you the that's my. Grape? I, I do like grape. I do enjoy a frozen grape from time to time. I think it's really good, especially red grapes. Mm. But I think that we should make a parody movie. Oh, we, called frozen grapes. Well, we've got this is our like weird yeah Al Yankovic album, right? Mm. We've got of all the uh, eating Las Vegas yeah, oh, frozen right. grapes. Frozen grapes. Like, what are the Nick Cage films that you can replace with food? This this is the game. Oh, right. Um... Breadful. <laughs> Vampire's <laughs> Dish. That's not a specific food, though. Uh, Don't worry, I'll What other films exist? Back, so it makes it sound like really funny. What other films exist? Um, well, a lot, it's tough with his because a lot of movies are just, like, one word. But what, I can't even think of another Nick Cage film. Oh, Moonstruck. Um, moon, yeah, Moonstruck. Uh, Next. Zandali. See, they're just one words. 
Captain Corelli's magic linguini. <laughs> <laughs> Spoon struck. Spoon struck. Yeah, that's pretty good. Right. Um. So this is the whole podcast. Now that was it. For Message us if you have your own uh, Nick Cage food uh, oh, yeah. titles. We should make a cookbook. Yeah, that would be good. And every recipe has weed in it. <laughs> every recipe is <laughs> disgusting. It has like a weird wig. <laughs> Um, attached to it yeah this week we watched frozen ground but before i get into that there is a cage cage update cage update oh that was actually surprisingly right on um so a few weeks ago sorry i'm just gonna look it up because i want to be accurate for once um cage as we know we've talked about had his little marriage snafu recently where he um Got married for four days. Got married and then got divorced. Got divorced and now is being hit up for money. But um, coming from that, what's good is that Nicolas Cage seems to have, uh, you know, found some solace in his family. So he's been seen a couple times now with his ex-wife, Alice Kim, and young Kal-El in Vegas. And um, apparently the last time they were seen together, I'm looking at a Daily Mail article from the 18th of June, which is just a few days ago. Um... They celebrated uh, Father's Day together. That's cute. It's ex-wife and Al- Alice Kim and their 13-year-old get son, Get back Kal-El. together. I think they should get back together. Kal-El is very, very tall for being 13. Let's see him. Hold on. Let me see if I can find a full-size picture. Oh, here we Or maybe it's just like the slope. Are we going to roast this child right no, now? No, we're not going to roast Let me see. He's 13. But like my brother-in-law's 13 and he looks nothing. He's like half the size of that. Yeah, this is a giant 13-year-old. So it's a giant 13-year-old. That is crazy. I know. He's like... I mean, Nick Cage is already really tall. Like, he's almost... It's like, even though he's, like, very Asian oh. and, like, doesn't have, like... <laughs> Where's this gonna go? He do, Like, you can... I don't know. It's like his expression is very Nicholas Nick Cage. Cage. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how he grows up and like has is an Asian man, but with Nicolas Cage's, with Nicolas Cage's face. Yeah. Because Weston and the, and the And the bum boy. bag over the shoulders mm. is really good as well. He's very, I really like um, that. He's, well, he's a 30-year-old boy. He's into the And then the Nicolas Cage is wearing some kind of magician's suit, oh, he, like a sequined jacket. I wouldn't expect to see him in anything else, honestly. And then Alice Kim just looks like a normal person. Yeah, she just looks like a normal <laughs> Asian woman. But Nick Cage looks like a magician. He looks like the parody of a magician in that like Will Ferrell magician movie. I actually would would say that his current style is very magician esque. Maybe I he's once, in... there was a there's a photo of him out here there walking around with Kal-El in a in a like little like like a little like top hat little like hat thing. Yeah. And he came. And it's just like a it's just like a Tuesday. Do you think he feels like he has to live up to his father's wackiness, or do you think he's like? Oh, no! I'd love to dance as well. You miss those. I'd love to have a conversation with like his family and the people around him that just like know him, and just to be like, what's what's he like? Just like as a normal person, you know? Uh-huh. What's he like as a father? I feel like he's. What's it like on? growing up with him as your father? He's pretty hands on. I mean. He, like, would take him any everywhere when he was younger. If, like, what kind of weird shit does he, like, tell you? Like, 
like what stories Honestly, does he impart on you to see the world from Nicolas Cage it would be it would be weird point of view but he's wearing just to just to clarify for this outfit because I need it to be known it's a sparkly like suit blazer jacket with a cheetah print like black cheetah print button up shirt and leather trousers <laughs> okay he should be a judge and on drag race like, picking up food and his and his son is literally in basketball shirts and a hoodie I think Nick Cage should be a judge on RuPaul's Drag Race, and oh, he should. Hell and yeah. there should be a like themed runway where they have to like Dress do like drag versions of his clothes. So That'd it's like a snakeskin dress and like a. That'd be sick. You know, everyone's got like Drag Race. I feel like he would like it. I don't know. I don't think. I... Anyway, so it's just nice to see you know that like he's spending time with his fam, spending time with Kal El, and that they still hang out with him after his weird. Because he was, I don't know, I'm a little worried about him. So I'm glad that he's hanging out with. I think he always hung out with his family. Yeah, I don't maybe. know if he ever didn't. No, I, uh, well. It's I just mean, a news story because people, it's slow news day. So yeah, it's like, of the... here's a picture of Nick Cage doing what he does all the time. But let's print it this time because it's like, mm. I don't, don't know. know. But um, enough about Nicolas Cage's per- personal life. Other than that, I haven't seen him in the news much. Other than his divorce but divorce divorced so yeah we watched frozen ground this week um this was actually how did you hear about this Alice? um i was just like at a pub and then someone mentioned it mentioned it and i was like oh yeah no i know about that movie mm-hmm. and then i was just like let's watch, watch it. it okay yeah because we had heard about it before because one of our favorite podcasts that's like a real podcast um last podcast of the left did a uh two episodes about the serial killer in this movie so this movie is based on a true story or like a real person it's based on robert hansen the serial killer robert hansen and um yeah they did a couple episodes about it but i all i remembered was that one of the hosts of that podcast didn't like the movie because it was inaccurate yeah which i would have to inaccurate I would agree in some points. I mm. felt like it was... It was definitely, like... It had the essentials, like, there. It was there. very Hollywood, like, movie. You know what I mean? Like, it had Hollywood the essentials rewrite. there, but it just made the police seem, like, very competent. Yes. More competent than... They actually were. They were. Um, and... And also the the victim, like... Yes. The The whole plot of the movie is, like... The whole first portion of the movie is just Nick Cage trying to help this victim. And for some reason, she's like, no, I don't want your help. And is always running away and then getting to more trouble. And then he's like, but I'm amazing and I'm helping you and it's all going to be okay. And she's just like, no, and just runs away. Doesn't really make any sense. But then in real life, you realize that like she was running away because they were not helping her. No one believed her and they kept like, well, it was even giving worse, her a hard really, time. Because- I think in real life, like, she didn't... Oh, wait here. Let me just do the overview just to say... Say Okay, so 2013, you asked when... You were asking when this movie was made. So it's 2013. uh, Written and directed by Scott Walker in his directorial debut. Uh, The cast, of course, you've got a a star lineup of Nicolas Cage, of course. John Cusack, Vanessa Hudgens, and uh, 50 Cent with the worst wig in the movie which you know we've talked a lot about bad 
wigs on Nicolas Cage. So I was expecting if anyone to have a bad wig, it would be Nicolas Cage or John Cusack. But it was 50 Cent who had what I can only describe as a black man in a mullet. Yeah, it was a very like greasy It was very mullet. strange. It was weird. But... Yeah, I'd like to talk about the acting in this film because that was my. Yeah, I'd like to talk about the acting. That was in my this film. qualms with this film. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Wait, hold on. Here we go. A teenage escapee, Vanessa Hudgens, uh, provides a critical break in the case as an as an Alaskan detective. Nicholas Cage hunts a serial killer who has been preying on women for thirteen years. That's kind of like the general overview. Um. We just off the bat. John Cusack does play Robert Hansen, who's the like uh, serial killer, and he is. I mean, he's John Cusack can't play a serial killer. Like, I think that's just that's just it. Well, I need to like look at like footage of what Robert Hansen was like. But the way John Cusack kind of plays it is that I don't know. It's it's hard because they don't really go into like any of like. I don't know. It's like I'm conflicted because mm. at one point the thing I hate about serial killer movies mm-hmm. is when they don't is they focus too much on the serial killer yeah. and about like empathizing with them and you know dehumanizing them mm. and they don't focus enough on like the victims yeah. and in this one they focus almost entirely Which on the victims yeah, yeah. and the serial killer is kind of like the secondary thing like he's not really the character that we're understanding yeah but the way he's played is just like i don't know it's like there's there's i don't know i can't articulate this i mean it's a he's not like we were saying like he's not like sinister enough he's not like yeah i know that that was it that was it the the issue with it is that if it was any other actor I feel like they would be more threatening. Yeah, but it's like just isn't threatening. He's he's. It's really hard to find like to feel like anyone's in any danger because he just seems like (laughs) just John Cusack. Like maybe that's just us, but we were just like looking at him, just like that's just John Cusack. He just looks like he just looks nice. Yeah, like he just looks like he's got like a nice, he's a nice person. And they're like describing him. They're like she's like you know I'll never forget those black eyes or whatever. And then they show John Cusack, and it's just like oh John Cusack. And it's like even when he's like angry, it's like he doesn't really seem like the issue I have with this film is like all the actors, they're all the emotions they're supposed to be playing. It's like that then you can't really tell what they're supposed to be feeling. Like Mm. in like Vanessa Hudgens Mm -hmm. is like you know a screaming, crying, hysterical victim, but like the whole time her face is kind of blank and she's always like smiling a bit. She is always smiling. She's just always smiling, and it's like she's not the strongest actress, but she's. It's like she looks like she's about to burst into laughter at any moment, yeah. and it's like you're literally being tortured right now. Like, just yeah. look a bit more distra- and like she'll she's her voice sounds like she's crying, but there's like no tears, you know. And yeah. it's just like this, also the, like, the casting is really weird. The car even Cage in this film seems like odd, yeah. m- like a miscast. And He's- also, it's not like um oh my gosh, I keep doing this, starting a sentence, no, having no idea what Say, I'm doing. You need to edit around all of that. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. The script is also not written very well. Like, so it's hard to make something good out of, like, just a crappy script. But, um, so yeah, but also too, like, like we were saying, like, this story, even though it's based on a true story, is not presented at all in the way that actually happened. So I think there are some things that were true in the sense that, like, Nicolas Cage plays, like, a state trooper. He's not one of the, like, local Alaskan police um 
and he's kind of seen as the guy that kind of like cracks the case and there was an alaskan state trooper that i think his character is based on that did kind yeah, of the yeah. same thing in real life um but they didn't show how many chances the local alaskan police had to catch robert hansen um and how close they were like they like in the true story like in the real story yeah it links it it says that he's involved like way earlier than he yeah. actually was involved but like that the writing is so weird but like fleshing out like the dialogue is weird and then mm. there's the the wife of nick cage mm. like it's just, oh, there, there's yeah. that stupid bit where like she like this is, nick just cage, a bad, this is just a great example of bad writing this is just a bad script where it's yeah. just like the nick cage has to hide vanessa hudgens in his house which never happened like, because life, she doesn't have anywhere to stay yeah and his wife is like get her out of here yeah. she's a prostitute we have like children. get her out of here and he's like she has nowhere to go like this is my job like she needs to be helped and she's like i care about us and my and our family yeah. get her out and she, she it's not he, safe he makes her kick her out into the street yeah. where she's like in more danger yeah and then like the next scene the she's next time like we see she goes her. up to him and she's like honey like he's like all stressed he's like i don't know what to do like i'm yeah. failing and he, she's like you have to it's your duty to help that girl no yeah, matter yeah, what. Yeah, yeah, where she's like saying and you the complete need, opposite. you need to help her no matter what happens. Yeah. And you can do it. And it's like, you were literally telling her to fuck off like a second ago. You literally had the chance to help her and you said no. But. Yeah. So that's just like a great example of bad writing where it's like they don't even, the character's so not fleshed out. Like it's so not a person that it just like, it goes from one scene to the next. Like mm. where they're just saying something completely different. Um, and also too, I think the biggest thing is they're like, you know, at the end, they're like, oh, you know, yeah, for the victims, whatever. But it's like they don't show, like, how the cops actually treated this woman, Cindy, who Vanessa Hudgen play- Hudgens plays, who's a real person, who, like, basically the story is this guy, Robert Hansen, lives in Alaska, and he would prey on, like, women coming into town to strip and to prostitute and stuff. And that happened. That would happen a lot. They would come in for, like, a season, and then they would leave um, and go back to where, you know, whatever town they came from. And... Um, he would prey on new people coming in and Cindy... Uh, he'd stalk them. Paulson, yeah. He'd, he'd stalk them. He'd ask them out on a like a date. Then he'd take them to his house and chain them up and then from there would take them on a plane to like a remote place and... And hunt them. Hunt them, basically. Like, Well, that was kind of questioned on the podcast where they weren't sure if he actually like physically like hunted them or if they just he just sort of like kicked them out of the plane and then they kind of ran a bit and then he mm. shot them but um these are all like really young women uh and cindy paulson was one of them but she got away and what they don't show in the movie is they show yeah like all of the bad stuff he did to her which is okay fine but they don't show all of the bad stuff that like happened to her afterwards which were directly by the hands of the police because she had this horrible thing happen to her and she tried to tell them like this is you know this is the guy who did it and this is what you need to do and they basically said oh well you're a prostitute so we can't believe anything you say yeah but that, even more what's more fucked up is that like so it ends with this like really shittily edited like slideshow of all the oh, yeah. it, it ends with just like it's a normal movie it ends and then there's this like slideshow with like kind of 2000s like scene music <laughs> yeah. over the top of it and it's just all the victims like their faces and stuff and yeah, then you, but you think and it's like this is a tribute to them yeah. and it's like oh really nice but then you have to think like if you are one of the victims right and you're still alive to this day to watch this movie you go to the cinema yeah. and your experience is that the police Fucked is up. that you were begging the police to help you and they said that 
we don't give a shit about you because yeah. you're a prostitute and we like him because yeah. he gives us donuts and, and, yeah, he's a and he's cool and we made your life a living hell and this is our tribute to you it's a movie about how great we are and how we're like yeah. the heroes and how much we saved you and how like if anything like i don't think it makes it makes the like troopers look good but it doesn't say it much doesn't about validate the, it doesn't like say anything about the police it doesn't validate i guess the police were still like being assholes because they were rejecting his like warrants yeah but they didn't say why they were rejecting his warrants and no, i think all like, that needed is for them to be like corrupt cop characters like they didn't want to ca- do that so they just said nothing yeah like the bad guy characters are completely brushed off as just being unreasonable for no reason so yeah. nick cage is like hey i need a warrant and they're like no you uh, have there's no evidence, evidence or whatever yeah and he's like, oh, fine. And that's about as deep as it goes. When in reality, they're like, hey, I need a warrant. And they're like, huh, who gives a shit, though? Because yeah. pr- they're the prostitutes. The and, and we hate, we're, we're actively working to help him but because plus, we want your prostitutes dead because you're annoying to us, yeah. you know? But plus, too, they also like create this whole sub story where like, Nicolas Cage is like personally helping Vanessa Hudgens. Like, yeah, and they've got like girl, a relationship. Like, and get, like, Yeah, like get back on her feet and, and, and like, he, trust and he, people again. And like it's the, it just it's just BS because that didn't happen. Yeah. Because basically she like went to the class and was like, look, this thing happened to me. And that's the guy who did it. And they were like, nah. And she's like, all right, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and just left. So. But um, it makes her seem stupid in the movie because she just keeps leaving. Yeah. And they're not telling you like why she's why? actually doing that yeah, so yeah, it just yeah. makes her seem like an idiot like ungrateful you know? or whatever yeah yeah um so yeah so there's definitely like a lot of like things that are like factually inaccurate also the whole part in the movie where like they basically twist it in the movie so that nicholas cage's character like the state police the troopers whatever they're like the guys that save it all in the end because they've been on this guy's tail the whole time and um they still don't have enough evidence but with nicholas cage's like awesome cop brain he gets him to confess you know when he like meets him again and that didn't happen like he just decided to confess because he didn't want to go through the trial yeah and the movie is really weird because he's like rock hot solid like just saying no i'm not like i didn't do it i didn't yeah. do it i didn't do it and, and then, then all that happens and is then they that show vanessa hudgens he, he just looks at vanessa hudgens's face and yeah. she enters and he's then like, he just goes bitch. and then he just changes and is yeah. just like i should have killed you. you yeah and it's like that's that's just lazy writing it's just like and now because we need him to confess he just confesses and there's no like actual 10 minutes yeah like we gotta get there it didn't make sense for him to be that stubborn and then to just suddenly just like crack at that second if anything like i feel like it would have made more sense if they would have kind of spinned it in the way that it actually happened in real life which it's like he had a like this guy had a, a wife and kids in real life and he didn't want them to go through the trial because then everyone would know and blah 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 and like it would be like a big thing from the small town place in alaska it would be like worldwide news and so he was like well we don't need to go through the trial i'll just tell you i did it and i'll help you find the bodies and whatever but like it would have been made more sense if it had a scene where it was like nicholas cage sits down with him and is like hey you don't want to do this to your family you don't want to do this to your kids yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah there wasn't any of then that. he did it, it was know? him just shouting just like being really like overly dramatic because well, no, it's like i've seen loads of like footage of like uh, confessions interrogations yeah uh, and it's always like you got to talk around them like and guilt them and give them the like yeah. empathy and like talk about their family and stuff but nick yeah. cage just comes in red hot just being like he's just like we have all this evidence. you did You're it go down. you murdered her you did this to this person yeah. you did that and he's just like no 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 <laughs> and then they show her and then he's just like okay for some reason <laughs> yeah yeah 
Yeah. Like I And even the confession isn't a confession. It wouldn't go down in a court of law because the confession is him saying, I should have killed you when I had the chance. But that could you could spin a good lawyer could a lawyer could spin that as like that's not admission of any murder. He Mm. could have never murdered anyone Mm. and just have wanted to at some point and then chose not to and Mm. now he's angry, you know? Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It was it was a bit of a groaner the whole movie to be honest and nick cage there was no redeeming nick no, cage moments no really good like, this nick is definitely this is definitely one of those movies where he was in a lot of debt yeah and needed to pay it off yeah. so he's in a movie this know? is another like straight to dvd kind of like season of the witch type thing where like you can see nicholas cage is like dead behind the eyes and it's just like every time he shows up to set he's just like line yeah he hasn't memorized anything you know what i mean like he's just there to say the words and then to leave yeah he hasn't like he doesn't have a fun like style he doesn't have like a you know he's he's not not even doing an accent or wearing a wig or wearing a wig he's literally just showing up as himself you know cage is either doing an oscar-winning turn in something (laughs) or phoning it yeah (laughs) so um yeah so it wasn't uh, yeah it's not particularly good it's interesting to watch i think if you know the story of the serial killer not that like you'll see it be accurately portrayed but to like just yell at the screen no because like like, one if you know the story it's not interesting because it's just wrong if you don't know the story it's not interesting because it's not very exciting movie it's not like it's not like because a similar way to make that good would be like if you made it like signs of the lambs yeah, right it's yeah where it's just shot better there's more suspense i don't know but then the way this is done it's so just like flat and just like this is happening this is happening mm. and it's all from the point of view of nick cage wait a minute who may or may not be a real oh, person yeah, yeah, yeah. you know yeah, yeah yeah i don't know it was just it just felt a bit lazy. If you haven't, if you don't know the story though, yeah, you should definitely listen to the last podcast episodes about it, episode three hundred eight and three hundred nine, because we have to look it up before this. Yeah. Um, because they do a really good job of telling the whole like Robert Hansen story accurately, um, and fully, unlike this film. But um, I don't know. It wasn't that long, so that's good. <laughs> it felt like an eternity. It did feel longer than an hour. It and felt a half. very long. Uh, let's see. I feel like I've been here for like five hours. Let's see. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Time goes slow. When I watch the cage. Inside the cage. The so, ca- uh, yeah, inside the cage, time passes really it's got slowly. Sixty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Sixty percent. Yeah. So it looks like it was received like all right. Again, I've got. We're gonna put a picture of Fifty Cent on our podcast at Cage Cage Pod because his hair is insane in this movie. Truly insane. Yeah, we were shocked that like the person with the weirdest hair I wasn't know, was, Cage. Was wasn't Cage, but it was Fifty Cent of all people. And of 50 course, Fifty Cent. Of he was a producer. Yeah, Fifty Cent has a ton of money. All right. Well, of course, Fifty oh, Cent uh, plays the pimp in this. He does play as pimp. well. Yeah, he does. So, um, also, Dean Norris is in this. I forgot to say from um, if anyone watched Breaking Bad, he found out who what's his face was on the toilet. Sitting on the toilet. Remember <laughs> Sitting that? on the toilet. Remember that classic? Oh hell yeah! Video. Where's she now? Dead. She listening right here. <laughs> um, if you're listening, call into the podcast. We'll have you on. The, we'll have sitting on the toilet. <laughs> lady uh, she's dead along with doink doink dude oh no he actually is dead Rest doink, in peace. i know what's uh, his king, name king something king, yeah he had a weird name well i mean obviously that wasn't his real name um so on rotten tomatoes we're just going through the reviews like we like to do sheila o'malley who's writing for rogerebert.com who we always uh seem to go to they she liked it she said the frozen ground trucks in cliche as most serial killer and police procedural films do but with the strength of the acting 
from the leads down to people with only one or two lines helps ground the film. She thought the acting was good. Does that mean we just don't know good acting? No, I don't think it does. The acting was I'll bad, I'll show guys. you acting. Yeah. I don't know. I think the acting was... Acting, I, I think... It was serviceable. It wasn't like... Like, I watched Venom. Yeah. The other day with Thomas. And, like, that was... Like, the acting in that was so bad. Really? Yeah. But it's like... It, it wasn't, like, that level of bad. You know what I mean? I just think Vanessa Hudgens is a particularly, like, incompetent actor. Like, she's... She's just not... I like, love her. Like, There's not levels to her. Like, I love Vanessa Hudgens yeah, because I'm a big High School thing. Musical yeah, fan. Yeah, and I think it's amazing. Yeah. We, but thought about this the reason why that movie is good is because it's a cheesy movie yeah. and no one's and a particularly a actor. good actress. That's why I get annoyed like, when people are like, oh no, Zac Efron's a good actor. It's like, it's like no, he's, he's not. not. He's not a good actor. No, he's he not. can like sing and dance. Yeah. He can lip sync and dance cheesily. But like, give him a serious role. It's not going to work. And they're like, a, they're a Disney channel. Like, That's what I'm saying. What, he's got, oh, get him to play Ted Bundy? Ridiculous. No, but Vanessa Hudgens, especially, even in like high school musical there's moments where she's like crying and she's like smiling as she's crying and she yeah. still does it now when she's in like a movie about a real life yeah. serial killer you i know? think it's like i just think she doesn't have like levels to her performance it's just one note you know oh breaking news not breaking news but young king dave aka oh the doink. the video there's a video on youtube search up smoking doinks in amish doinks. uh he that died doinks. at the age of 19 Oh, he was that young. He I looks he was about. In his 20s. He looks about forty. I thought he was in his like twenties. Oh, and there's a whole article about it, as if like he was. Oh, we lost a legend. Oh, I I know this is old news. But it is old news, but we still we still mourn. we still think about him every day. Yeah. You know? Smoking fat doinks in heaven. Yeah. R.I.P. Uh, sorry for the derail. There. Anyway, getting back to <laughs> the other sad story of a serial killer. Uh, Which is sadder. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but who'd we mourn more? <laughs> um that'd be a good podcast though, wouldn't it? If you watched <laughs> Who you... Do You Mourn More? No, no, two people together. I was thinking that I said that based off of my own thoughts, not what we were actually speaking about. Um, is watching movies based on serial killers and then doing the actual story, seeing how ac- accurate they are. Yeah, but you'd run we were out talking of movies, about the, like, Yeah, you right. did. We were talking about this where um we can't think of like a good serial, like true serial. Like Seven is a good serial killer movie, but that's not. A no, that's what I'm saying. Is that any serial killer movie that takes the exact story, story yeah. is going to be awful because one, if you tell it exactly how it is, it won't be entertaining. Then if you embellish it, it's yeah. incredibly disrespectful. Inaccurate. So they're always flops. And if you want to make an exciting serial killer story with that story. Just do a Science of the Lambs or something where you have a fictional yeah, serial fictional. killer that's inspired yeah. by these events. Of a, of a real if one this where... if in this movie it was fictionalized and it was like these people were characters, but it was just inspired by the fact that he used a plane and that he went hunting. Like it would have been far more entertaining as a movie. Mm. But it's in a weird in between where it's like it's not respectful and it's not entertaining. It's, not accurate it's nothing. It's not like you know completely fiction it's yeah. like you gotta be one or the other either be very accurate and be like you know bringing some kind of relief for That's those victims like, you can really only do true crime in documentaries you can't really do it in fiction like in movies you know what i mean yeah oh uh, yeah in a in a compelling way yeah i don't know well if we're missing one let us know because i can't think of one um so those were the uh, oh wait here's one more positive review of this movie a top procedural procedural with atmospheric location work that traces cage's clock racing efforts to find evidence against cusack 
Um, well, I disagree with you. Sorry. Um, here's what I want to hear, which are the bad reviews. Uh, the movie's only fresh element is the wintry setting, which shrouds everything in a mood of weary fatalism. Otherwise, it's the same old, same old. Efficiently discharged and utterly disposable. Uh, the movie's late night cable feel. Yes, that's exactly what it like. Like a late night. Like, you're up late, you can't go to sleep, you're flipping channels, and all of a sudden this is on TV. Yeah. I feel like this is how you see that movie. Yeah. Not in the theaters or like, anything like no, that. No, if, if you or were in the... mouth being like, oh, you gotta check no, out this No, this movie. is a movie that you go pay a ticket for at the cinema, and then you fall asleep. <laughs> yeah. This is one of those. If you if you've got kid, not kids. If you're like a dad, you know, it's like the like you know you're 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 watching this with your dad, and then you look around, and it's just yeah, he's asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%, 100%. You know, like it's one of those. This is like the yeah, the movie you get off Redbox. If and you need you a good, if you need dinner, a good nap, yeah, you know, after a full like meal, fifteen minutes in, you fall asleep. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it says the movie's late night cable feel and skeevy salaciousness grinds everything to a snowy slush. Ugh. A vague and forgettable crime thriller that would have benefited more from more character development or at least a grounding of the narrative in one central protagonist. I kind of agree. That's what it felt like. Every character was, was underdeveloped. Was the main character? It's like Cindy was the main character in Vanessa Hudgens. Um, but then Cage, they were all underdeveloped. None of them had any like. Yeah, because instead of focusing like on one, they just like focused on like they put too many in the thing, so they couldn't actually fully form one. You know what I mean? Because they're putting. Like how my mom used to say, where it's like, um, don't half-ass something, whole-ass something. <laughs> but it's also like show, don't tell. And like a yes. lot of their scenes that are supposed to be character development, instead of like maybe going to like a, you know, flashback or, or seeing something that reminded them or something. like Instead of right. like seeing them go through and being like, oh, so that's why they are. It's literally just like a conversation that's like five seconds long. That's right. like, this is my backstory. Yeah. I my sister died and then she's yes, like yeah, this yeah, is yeah. my backstory which my i think is fake friend's uncle molested me and then it's just like brushed over immediately you know yeah um this is a pretty good review from a normal person from steven s uh who is a super reviewer on rotten tomatoes congratulations steven s um in 2014 you said this about this movie you said shitty and really really boring i was watching this for the nick cage value but he's neither over the top nor awful he's actually pretty restrained here and does a decent job. It's the rest of the cast that's god-awful. John Cusack delivers what is probably the worst performance of his career. He's so bad, and actually plays this role more like you'd expect from Nick Cage. Vanessa Hudgens is just as bad, and 50 Cent is even worse. <laughs> so as bad as this movie is, none of this is Nicolas Cage's fault. I actually feel True. bad for him, Yep, because he legitimately tried and did a pretty good acting job here. Well, Stephen S., I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, I reckon Cage. I feel like Cage is the best acting wise in this movie definitely which is odd weird because usually he's perceived to be the worst, the worst. in the movie and even in this though we one, are, would argue is never the worst because he's doing something you just but in this one he's kind of the glue and everyone else is just kind of failing around him like yeah john keys there, there was just, definitely a scene like where the most like, pathetic like non-threatening yeah. threat he just that you can he see. just raises his voice like that's all he does to make himself seem scary it's just get louder. And like, we were joking about how Vanessa Hudgens' like idea of acting is like... Oh yeah, she, she was doing like a weird like... Because she's like... Street girl Yeah, accent. she's like she's like from the street. So yeah. she's like, she's talking hey, like, like Ooh, hey, hey. she would have like an accent, but she's not putting on an accent. <laughs> no, so she's yeah. just like, yeah, what's up, dog? Like, this is like, I just don't me, know yo. nothing about no one. 
it's just like <laughs> I don't know it's nothing like, about you're not gonna like put on a bit of a like drawl or some kind yeah. of like you're not gonna like do a different voice you're yeah. just gonna use your own voice it was her but read urban like accent. phonetically <laughs> like urban accent like yeah. thing or it's just yeah. like just, just try acting I don't understand what yeah why hire an actor that can't like change into a different person they need it i guess they needed the name I yeah but know. i don't know you could get a better like z-list celebrity that could do that mm. a better job which i feel really bad for saying because i really love vanessa Hudgens. okay you've got to stop talking about <laughs> high school musical um yeah i mean i i yeah it wasn't the worst movie of his that i think i've sat through but i wouldn't watch it again no, that's this one's gonna leave my brain as soon as we stop recording it. this. I will the never think about this film it again. Is because last podcast did an episode about that person. I'll remember that episode more than I remember this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so yeah, uh, that was the attempt at telling the story of serial killer Robert Hansen. This all took place in Alaska too, by the way. I don't know if we said this. So the the backdrop is just like sad and snowy and cold. Yeah. Um. So it's not like there were any like amazing shots. Like, and I feel like you know what they played down that they could have ramped up, up a bit more. They played they played down the fact that he was a baker and he had a little chef. Yeah, no, uniform. yeah, they totally they totally did because like in the podcast they talked about how like that that's that's how Robert Hansen was so close to the police because he run the he ran this little bakery in town, this really small town in Alaska, and cops fucking loved and that's donuts, why the cops man, loved him and pastries and and croissants and shit. And so they go in and they chit chat with him and that's how they became pals. And that was not put in the movie at all, really. There is a scene of him like kneading bread or something. I think it's because in the movie it's we're seeing the other we're seeing team his, uh, of force. Yeah. We're not seeing the like local officers or anything. No, we don't. But, that's their way of skirting But it still doesn't really go into them. why the the people in charge keep denying the warrant. Though. Yeah. They just kind of say no for no reason. Yeah. Um. Uh, so yeah, they did play down that he was a baker. And yeah, I wanted kind of... to see him in a chef. I want to see John Cusack in a little chef's hat. Yeah, that'd be cute. And also in some way too, they played down that he had a family. I mean, literally his wife was in one scene. Yeah. Yeah, like dinner <laughs> with his, his kids. kids were like, like in two. He, yeah, his kid like, he flew to the island with his kid yeah. for a second. Where it was like that in his real life, that was like a real point of pride that he was, you know, that he was uh, this evil person but was mm. able to fool so many people into thinking he was like a normal family man. Um, yeah, so I don't know. It could have definitely been done better. I think the film would have maybe been better if, it, even if it was the same script, if it just had like better performances, it maybe. might have been more watchable. I mean, if, like if, well, if, if they imagine put, if they had put like Willem Dafoe, yeah. instead of John Cusack, yeah, that would have been infinitely better. Just in, like Agreed. just replace either one or all of the actors mm. with, with people a little bit better, and yeah. it would have been maybe more mm. watchable. Mm. I think. Because everyone and was doing like, a real one Vanessa note. Vanessa Hudgens like, with like Ellen Page. Yeah. Or like, I don't know, who's a good screamer? Like Ellen Page is really good at crying. That's why I thought about her. Or someone who's good at screaming, though, mm. you know? Like the woman from Hereditary. What's oh, that name? yeah. Toni Collette. Toni Collette. Get She's her too tonight. old, though. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, definitely. It's just like, I just, I don't think, sorry, John Cusick, but I just don't think you can pull off anything that's kind of sinister. You just, no. just don't have it. It's He's like, too nice. That's like what I was saying, where it was like, if they had Keanu Reeves doing it too, you'd be like, what's Keanu Reeves? I can't believe he's a serial killer. Has he, you know, yeah, I reckon he'd do a good job. I, I don't think so. He's just too, I like Keanu. Like, I, do, I do too. That's what I'm saying. I love Keanu Reeves, but I don't think I could, 
Like, Nicolas Cage definitely has a sinister, weird, unhinged side, where I don't think Keanu Reeves does. Mm. He's just kind of goofy. True. But boy, is he charming. Boy, Everyone is he loves charming. him. He's going to be in the next uh, Marvel movie. He's going to have his own He's great. franchise. I spent a whole afternoon watching the two speeds. I mean, I know he's only in speed one, but I like Sandra Bullock too, so I watch speed two. Um, love you, Keanu, wherever you are. Best film he's in is Knock Knock. No, he's... Oh, Remember was... that film? The no. one where those girls invade <gasps> oh, his house yeah. and then just fuck oh, his shit up and then leave. And then it ends, he, even though they leave like, loads of evidence and could be... I bought you a fucking pizza. No, he's like, you suck my dick. You suck my dick. <laughs> I suck your dick. You suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to see you guys. You got to see Knock Knock. If you like any of Nicolas Cage's weird ass movies. Yeah, it's like it's Keanu Reeves channeling it's Nick Cage. It's literally a Nick Cage movie, but with Keanu Reeves it, in yeah. it. Yeah. Like, he's, he's doing Nick Cage in that film. Imagine if Nick Cage could remake that movie and it could be him. That it would be, be exactly the same because that that scene where he like freaks out and starts shouting, it is like word for word like they told Nicolas him, Cage. do it how Nick Cage, Cage would do it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's he's what like, he's oh, doing. All right, okay. okay. <laughs> he's doing like a Nicolas Cage impression. That movie is wild. Oh man. Okay. Uh, make sure to follow us on Instagram at Cage Cage Pod. Um, I'm not the best. Like, I'm kind of an old lady, so I'm not like best at like uploading regularly. But I don't know. We post stuff on there. This has become a very cash operation, you know, yeah. guys. So don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. You know, don't, don't, don't like freak yourself out about like, schedules and stuff, man. We're just too cool for that. Yeah. Um, Thomas is so like the other day he was like, "Why don't you have a diary?" And I was like, "I don't know. Just kind of like to live by the seat of my pants." Just kind of. Like, <laughs> I don't have a diary either. <laughs> I just wait for Thomas to tell me that we're doing things that day. Like I don't. He gets very mad at me because I. Yeah, I should probably plan my life, but I don't know. I like to live dangerously, you know. I like to not know what I'm doing. From oh, your nail came off. Alice and I got our nails done a few weeks ago. Wait, don't take off your actual nail with it, though. Be careful. Uh, oh, it's a bloody stump <laughs> on it. Her fingers come off. I'm watching Alice peel off her finger right in front of oh, me. I need to like glue it back on. Or yeah, something. I've got nail glue. Okay, that thus. Thus ends the podcast as Alice. Thus ends the podcast. Ew. <laughs> I hate your baby. Put a voice. reverb on that. <laughs> <laughs> Put like an echo on that. Thus ends the podcast. Okay, Darth Vader. All right. Um, yeah, so until next week. Release the bees. <laughs> 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 